Okay. Welcome to tonight's edition of Nightly Aloha. Nightly Aloha is the ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Tuesday night edition of Nightly Aloha. So we, we were discussing last night, um, Purim Katan, concept of, of Purim Katan. So I, I wanted, so I, so we discussed last night why we celebrate Purim in the second Adar, the Gemara, Gemara has an expression, some chinan geula geula. We, we juxtapose um, the geula of, of Purim to the geula of Pesach. So I mentioned last night the idea that because Purim was, was nes nister, uh, Purim was a hidden miracle. Um, and that's, 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 by the way, that's one of the reasons why we wear masecha, why we wear a, a mask, not a COVID mask, uh, why we wear a, where, where we dress up and we, we, we disguise ourselves on Purim to indicate that, that Purim was a was a nice nis, uh, uh, a nister, um, a hidden miracle, as opposed to Pesach, which is nice and gluyum. And, and the message is that we always have to keep those two facts together because, because, because the, 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 the eternal message of Purim is that idea that Hashem is always with us. And, and, and the only way you're going to recognize it is not when you see the moon fall from the sky. Because when the moon is falling from the sky, it's very clear that Hashem is with us. But, but when, when things are underhanded or underneath or, or not as obvious like the story of Purim, so, so, then, so then, you, um, then you recognize uh, the importance. And that's the importance of, of why we celebrate uh, Purim in, in Adar Sheni. Now, the Ramah writes... That if you have yard side in Adar, so here's where, here's where it gets complex. If you have yard side in Adar, the Ramar writes in two places, one in Yoridea by Hilfus Avelis, is that the Iker yard side is the first Adar. Because um, if you remember the old show, To Tell the Truth, uh, will, the, will the real Adar please stand up? So the, the, main, the main Adar is really the first Adar. Um, so so the, the so the first the first adar is is when the you have yard site. Now I know most people have the minute to keep both yard sites, uh, adar rishon and adar shen. Here would be enough kamina to me. And I, listen, every shul can do whatever they want. So so we know. So in most shuls, someone has yard site pushes off an ovel and yud base chodesh, right? So so we tell the ovel and yud base chodesh, you're not davening today for the omid. The person has yard side for a parent. And it's only for a parent, by the way. If you have yard side for anybody else, you don't have a right to push off uh, another. I know a lot of shuls they do it anyway, but it's really not halakhically correct. Um, but anyway, um, so now, so let's say a person has a yard side for a parent in Adar and Adar. So the Ramah writes that you're supposed to observe it in Adar Risha. So now, comes Adar Shani that same date, uh, I don't know, Yud, Yud uh, Adar. So uh, the same date. And other shades. What happens? So most people are no way to observe the yard site a second time. However, according to the Ramah, and, 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 and I, I think this is clear to me, that you should not push off the ovel in the second adar. Meaning, you already observed the yard site in the first adar, and you daven for the omid. Uh, some people have a minute to fast on on a yard site for a parent. You did all of that. Second adar, you want to say kaddish, you want to say kilmole. Fine, but you shouldn't push off the other. I, I think that's a major nafkamina lahalocha um, of observing the yard site uh, in the first order. And the Ramah does write this in two places that the Ikar Adar is the first order. Okay, so that, that's just a, an interesting note. Uh, a second interesting note is a bar mitzvah boy. 
it's possible that, that someone could be born later and get bar mitzvah earlier. How does that happen? So let's say, so let's say in the year of the birth, there is um, um, one is born on the, say, the 10th of Adar, and then the, the child is, um, uh, 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 sorry, let's say, let's say on the, right, let me get this right. Uh, a child is born on the 10th of Adar, and then, no, the, the year of birth is, there, there's a leap year, right? So, so one child is born in Adarisha, and the other, uh, let's say on the 10th of Adarisha, and the other child is born on the 9th of Adarshani. In the year of the Bar Mitzvah, there's only one Adar. The child is born on the 9th of Adarshani, gets, I'm sorry, on the 10th, Right, child is born on the ninth of Adar Shani gets bar mitzvah before the child who's who's bar, who's bar, who was born on the tenth of Adar Rishon. That, that that's a funny nuance that happens uh, if the if they're born in a leap year but the bar mitzvah is uh, not in a leap year. Um, the question is when is the bar mitzvah? Um, that's an interesting question. That's a machlokas. Uh, if, the, if the bar mitzvah year is a leap year, I think the minig is to wait till Adar Shani, I believe. But I, I don't want to say that 100%. Um, but 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 what I said about Kaddish and York said 100%. It were more suspect. All right. So just a, a few a few nuances uh, that occur. Anyway, so writes the Shulchan It's the last simon in Orachai. Uh, it, it talks about Adarishon Adarshen. Yom Yudalad Viteswa Sheva Adarishon. So really, this is a simon that that except for seven times in the 19 years. Um, you should you, you can skip this simon because it's not relevant. But for, for this year it is. Um, he says he says he says that Yom Yudal Vitesso Shev Adarishon ain't no flim up penehem. We don't say Tachanun. Vein Omrim Mizmor Yanko Hashem Biyom Tzorah. Right. Uh, the guy down for the Omid because I'm um, half asleep at six thirty in the morning. Um, w- w- was quick to point out that we we say Ashrei right to Avalotzia. We don't say on Purim Katan, you're not supposed to get But the rest of the Purim experience we do not do. The Mechaber writes that some people say, um, some people say that that um, that Hesped and Tanis is actually permitted on Purim Katan. Uh, but the minig is that we don't have hespedim eulogies and we don't fast on these days. Now, now, rice the Mishnah Also, very interesting. Um, the Mishnah says we do not say alanisim. That was a question that's been bugging me all day. That why don't we say alanisim today? So, so the Mishnah kind of answers my question. Um, he says that saying of Alhanisim is connected to Megillah reading. So if you don't have Megillah reading, you don't have Alhanisim, which is why um, those of us who don't live in a walled city don't say Alhanisim on the 15th. That was another question that that, that, that that always bugged me. Like, like, okay, I understand we don't observe Purim on the second day, only a walled city. But why don't we say Alhanisim? Good question. So so the Mishnah basically says here that Alhanisim is connected to Megillah um, reading. If it's a Monday or Thursday, 
He says there is a, 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 an obligation. Some say that you should have a su'uda today. So we had a fleshic lunch in school. And, I, and many times I pass on it. Today I didn't pass on it. We had, we had turkey and farfel and soup. And, 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 and I decided today, because it's poor makatan, that I want to have a mini su'uda. So I had the fleshic lunch today. He says, uh, the Ramah says, but the minig is not to have a su'uda, meaning meaning that it's not a, an obligation. He says, nonetheless, that's what I did. I had a, a little bit of a su'uda. And one of my favorite expressions ever written in, 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 in rabbinic literature, the tov lev Tovlev, a good heart, always celebrates, always has a party. <laughs> Not really sure I don't understand that, that statement, but that is a um, but that is a, a great statement. So writes the Mishnah Bura. Um, he says he said, uh, actually he doesn't really he doesn't, oh, You know, my is missing. And he says that, that he quotes a, uh, uh, he quotes a minag that um, that the Rabbi Chiyomi Paris was one of the Gedolei Rishonim in Ashkenaz, um, that he used to have a minag on on um, on Purim Kata. Uh, uh, so Mr. Bura asks, what does that mean? Uh, good heart parties all the time. The, the, the Mr. Bura says that, that it's not a car blanche comment to party all the time. Um, that's not what the Ramah means. The Ramah means that the more we show gratitude towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, for miracles that, that happen during this time period, uh, the greater we are. So if a person takes it upon himself to have a mishta, to have a celebration uh, on Purim Katan, certainly that is a meritorious practice. Although, as, as the Ramah writes, not obligatory, but nonetheless, it's something that a person should consider doing, um, that today, today and tomorrow are days that we should be thinking about the great miracles that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings upon us, not just in the time of Purim, but all the time, and if you get, if the way to get to that is by having a su'uta, why not? And that's, and that's what the Ramallah is actually saying. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. And in Ritz Hashem, we will continue with more in Yone Purim, um, I guess going forward for the next couple of weeks. Um, and I, I, I guess it's, I guess we'll get a little post. I guess I'll give a general a longer shear on, on something related to Purim, like I did by Hanukkah. Okay, have a great night.